From the Ron McKeefery Podcast Network, I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Cunningham talks to us about the importance of finding the people that have the jobs that you want and find out their path to success. Why when you create a staff, you should hire people that excel in things that are challenging to you and how clarity and communication are the keys to a cohesive functioning staff. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Perch delivers velocity-based training, no strings attached. Perch was engineered at MIT and uses compact 3D cameras to monitor and manage weight room performance without being a distraction. Perch is a VBT built for the 21st century. Attach Perch to any weight rack in minutes. While you lift, Perch uses cameras to passively collect velocity and power data, output in real time, and store it in post-workout analysis. Perch is a revolutionary and innovative sports technology device that enhances workouts, reduces injuries, and saves time. Perch works with every level organization from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the military, D1 through high school, the private sector, and the home gym. Perch is portable, easy to install, and intuitive to use, making it ideal for every facility and every training goal. No more pre-workout setup, no more wearables, no more broken strings. Set Perch up once, optimize every rep, every set, and every training session. Train with increased precision and measure and manage your progress every step of the way. For exclusive deals and offers, head to perch.fit slash chalk. Again, that's perch.fit slash chalk to check out deals, exclusive offers, and see how Perch can help take your program to the next level. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind, coaching on the floor, programming, and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever we want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach, and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off 
your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Today, we are joined by Coach Caitlin Cunningham. She's currently the Assistant Sports Performance Coach at Kent State University. Prior to this, she was the Director of Strength and Conditioning for Women's Basketball at Clemson University. She's also had a stop at Eastern Illinois University, and she's the host of Casey's Conversation podcast. Welcome to our podcast, Coach. Yeah. Awesome. It's good to be here, man. And be on the other side of it. So I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at Kent State? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So here at Kent, as the assistant uh, sports performance coach, I am directly responsible for all facets of strength and conditioning for women's soccer and softball. And then I get to assist with all aspects of football. Nice. And how you're the the job at Kent State is a pretty recent like jump from Clemson University. What was the first thing that you wanted to do when you found yourself at a new university new university? Yeah. So nine years at Clemson, that's a long time. A lot of people get to know you. Uh, you know, you get to leave your your imprint on not only the kids, but the staff that are around you. And so you're starting fresh. Um, and it is a little bit of a unique situation. I have really close ties to the head football sports performance strength coach here at Kent State. We go back to Eastern Illinois together, um, along with the head football coach. Uh, So two of probably the most important people on the football staff, and those people are in my inner corner, uh, been with them for a long time. So had those relationships already built with those pretty important people. Um, But then it was just, how do I get these kids to buy into me, right? Like, Great. I played soccer. So pretty easy sell to women's soccer team, right? I played soccer. I know what this is like. I've lived your life. So uh, we can, we can make those connections. Softball, uh, pretty easy, you know, softball, they love the weight room. Um, And so they came in, I just made it a lot of fun and let's get after it. Let's get strong, you know, and let's see the improvements out on the field from a a performance aspect. And then football, uh, that's pretty unique. This is, you know, I'm a female working in, uh, a male sport. Uh, they have really no other females around them except for an athletic trainer who is also a female. And, uh, you know, come to find out in conversations, I think there's only two guys on the field or on the uh, team who have ever been coached by a woman throughout their history of, of playing football. And both of which were just at different universities who had female strength coaches. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but it is unique. And so, you know, obviously with the support of the head football coach and the head uh, strength coach for football, those guys have my back and, you know, they, they set the foundation for me to be supported really well. But at the end of the day, it's about me building relationships with the guys. And so that was kind of where I started just across the board, sport coaches and student athletes alike. How can I build these connections just to be able to reach them and kind of guide them and get them to where they want to go? Definitely. Yeah even though that was like a very brief statement, there's a lot to unpack there and you can tell you have a lot of experience. So my first follow-up question would be, what do you think is the reason for your staying power at Clemson? Even though you just recently changed, you were there for nine years. That's a long time in our profession because 
you know, as you know, running your own podcast, I, I mean, I've been, you know, doing a lot of intros for a lot of coaches and, and the list can get pretty long over a short amount of time where we've all gone through throughout our career, but you it's, it's three places, but over, you know, more than a decade worth of like experience. So what do you think is the key to staying power in our profession? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, hard work, number one, right? Like just put your head down and go to work. Uh, don't worry about all the outside noise. Doesn't matter what level you're at. Uh, just put your head down and go to work. And then I think it kind of goes back to what I talked about when I got here to Kent State. Build relationships with everyone. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a professor on campus, right? If it's, I mean, man, these these employees would come in from Airmark and feed women's basketball and just the smile on their face when I would walk in to check what was on the menu, just to kind of make sure everything's squared away for the kids. And, you know, my pescatarian had a piece of salmon up there for her to be able to eat, but just, I mean, just being treat everyone. Awesome. Build connections with everybody that you come in contact with. And, you know, you learn stuff from everybody that you, that you meet. And I think it was really hard to leave. I mean, obviously nine years, I had met a lot of people and had a lot of awesome relationships, but um, man, like the more impact you can make on those around you, the smallest people, the largest people, I think, you know, your longevity can really, you can really stay somewhere for a long time. Um, you guys are getting a little uh, taste of my life right now. I'm sorry. The puppy uh, is introducing himself, but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, love on people more, right? Like there's not enough on, in the world of that. And I think that can go into our jobs too. Not only the kids you see every day, but just anybody you pass in the hallway. Um, and the more you can be a light in people's lives, I think the more they want to keep you around. And so I was fortunate at Clemson. I survived a coaching change. Um, the head women's basketball coach changed while I was there. And at the end of the day, on paper and what those student athletes said about me proved that I could do the job. And so she took a chance on me and I got to, got to stick around and hang out with coach Amanda Butler and uh, forever. I'm grateful for that. So uh, yeah, that would be kind of my, my thoughts on that. No, definitely. I think that's great that you're, you know, willing to, you know, just like you said, work hard and build relationships and no matter who you are, always try to help them out. Now, Throughout the last couple of years, a lot of us have either switched the team or went to different parts of this profession. Myself included, I, I'm a year at my new university after spending eight years previously with Metro State University. And what goes into the thought process when you're looking to change a location or change a, a team because it's a big move and it's a big step. And like you said, especially if you've been there for a while, it's a difficult move because you've built so many relationships. What was, what was part of the process for you moving? Or if you know, if any of our listeners are thinking about, you know, switching a, to a different team or finding a new place to work, what's some advice you'd have for them? Yeah. So I think you know, going into the the scenario with myself here from Clemson to Kent State, I talked to uh, one of my very close friends and also a mentor in my life from a leadership perspective, uh, who's helped me kind of grow in this area, Jeremy Boone. And he said, you got to take risks. You got to keep playing bigger. Right. And so 
Clemson was awesome. It did amazing things for me. And then looking into this opportunity, um, it really was going to help me take another step and just have to play bigger within me as Caitlin Cunningham, strength and conditioning coach. Right now, I think looking at other positions, you do also have to kind of take into consideration like your personal values. What's your mission? Does it align with those things? Because if it doesn't, then it's probably not the right move. Um, you know, it's calculated risk. I wouldn't say Jeremy was just trying to lead me down a, a path astray and just say, no, just take the risk. Um, but make sure that, you know, the people you're going to be with and working alongside and working with that they have values and they're aligned to the same mission that, you know, their head coach or whoever they're working with is, is going on. Because if that's not, that's going to cause that turmoil and you're not going to be very happy. And then you're going to be kicking yourself in the butt when you, when you get into that position. So do your homework, you know, like make sure you cover all your bases, make sure that, um, those things that are very valuable and important to you in your life, that those things are going to be in alignment when you get to that new place and, uh, and then make the most of it, man, like go, you know, like you, for me, I get to, I get to be the next version of myself. Uh, no one here knows me. They have no idea what I started out as at Clemson. Those people got to see me grow. Um, and so, you know, it's an opportunity to become a better version of you uh, at the next spot. So, and you're impacting people's lives. Like, why not go do it? We'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of their treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slap belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's curved treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve, and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. No, definitely. I think you can tell a lot of the of your career and a lot of what you're doing is about impacting people's lives. And I think, I think, I think that's a great, a great perspective, especially, I mean, no, industry or no profession is perfect. And I know there's a lot of coaches and a lot of people have seen other people focus on themselves, but if you're focusing on taking care of people and, and, you know, making everybody better, I think that's a a great thing. Uh, Now, could you talk a little bit about a, what it's like to be, you know, a female strength coach with the football team and working with the guys. And like you said, I was pretty shocked that that number was so low that you only had two athletes that had been coached by another female, but what's it like to be, you know, a female in a predominantly male 
profession and then any advice that you have for other females listening to this that are, you know, working their way up the ranks or just trying to find their place in our profession. What's some advice that you have for them? Yeah, for sure. So first and foremost, uh, in the football realm, uh, I've told this story maybe once or twice, uh, but Coach Sobel, our head guy, and then uh, Coach Ori, our other assistant, um, first week on the job, you know, weight rooms out in our field house because we're still kind of in that COVID realm. Everything's got to be spread out and uh, start building relationships, start talking to guys, you know, put my arm around them like, hey, man, how you doing today? Like, whatever. And uh, we're in the middle of the week. And I had one kid come up and he just randomly gave me a hug. And I was like, well, that was pretty cool. Like, you know, I've only been here like a week, maybe two, right. I'll give myself a couple of weeks here. And, um, then like next lift group, another dude does it. He comes up and kind of like nuzzles his head right onto my like shoulder and like gives me a hug. And I was just like, what's going on here? Like, this is pretty crazy, but kind of cool. Right. Like it's just affirmations that I'm doing the right things. I'm building relationships with these guys. So after the lifts, uh, we were in the office and, we were all talking, kind of reconvening about everything. And I said, dude, so-and-so and so-and-so gave me hugs today. And they both looked at each other and they were like, man, Coach Stubble, you ever get hugs? Like, Coach Ori, do you ever get hugs from the guys? And they were like, no. And, uh, you know, and, and they dap the guys up and do, do all those kinds of things. But it's just a little bit different. Um, and so I think it's a unique perspective, right? Like, I get to, I get to love on these guys and I get to kind of be – that mom-ish, that older sister-ish, that aunt-ish kind of figure. Um, I'm hard on them. I'm going to hold them accountable, but I'm also just going to love on them and and give them the love that maybe they need, right? And um, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of guys, you know, kind of run away and shy from me just because I think I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty harsh on some of them um, in a very loving way. Um but, you know, they still come up. They'll still, you know, like, give me a hug. They'll still hit me in the shoulder as they walk by, kind of goof around with me. Um, but it's all about the connections, man. Like, I don't don't think it matters male or female, right? Like, and it doesn't matter male or female athletes. You know, if you had female athletes, build a connection with them. You know, just make those relationships so strong that they know that, you know, there's nothing they could do to upset you, even when they do make mistakes, right? But that you love them, you care about them, and you want to see them accomplish everything that they want to accomplish in their life, not just in sport. Um, you know, and, and my advice is to any female out there kind of trying to figure it out. If, if you want to work football, if you want to work baseball, if you want to work men's basketball, you want to stay with female sports, go do it. Like go find someone who's going to help you get there. Um, you know, and then kind of something else that has really been touching my heart recently is go find the people who are doing it what you want to do and then ask them how they got there like how'd you do what you do right like because they're where you want to be so why not go ask the person who's done it um and don't be afraid because i think you know a lot of times in this profession we get a little nervous to reach out to people or ask questions and just go ask just just put yourself out there have those conversations and you know, you're going to learn that a lot more people in this profession are willing to talk. It's just a matter of actually reaching out and asking the questions that you want to get answered. And that's definitely 
you shoot them or even my podcast that's just reaching out to people and like, Hey, let's just talk and see how you got to where you're at. And, and it's successful. And I think you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people out there that do want to help out and do want to talk. And then um, just, you might as well just, you know, find the people that want that you have what you want or, you know, have what, what you would perceive that you want and then just go talk to them and ask them how they got there. Now you been able to work your way up, especially at Clemson, but you, you've, you're a very successful coach. And a lot of people can see that as a testament to how you've, like you said, you've worked hard and you built those relationships. But how would you say is, or what is some advice that you'd have for the younger coach that's just getting into this? There might be an intern or they might be a first time GA what would you say is some advice you'd have them while they're going through the the thick of the weeding out process that our profession typically has? Yeah. So first and foremost, I definitely didn't get here by myself. Um, I think that's really important uh, for any young strength coach out there. Find your people who, who can help mentor you and guide you um, and find that community. Right. So again, you know, for all the females out there, I was really fortunate. I mean, I was a collegiate athlete at the University of Kansas, and I had two female strength coaches in the weight room for me to see that this is doable, right? Not only was my strength coach in college a female, so I got to see her every single day and she got to kick my behind, um, but then I had Andrea Hootie. So, you know, I was influenced day in and day out by two amazing women in the field. And then all the guys who were in that weight room as well. And so, um, you know, I latched onto them and then just every spot I went, it was who can teach me, who can, who can I extract out uh, value from? And then how can I add value to their life? Right. And probably when you're young, when you're an intern, when you're a GA, that value that you're bringing to that person is through your work, whether that's cleaning the weight room, whether that's, I mean, gosh, you want to come run my Excel forms and, you know, gather all the data for GPS and do all that for me. Like, please come do it. Right. Like come add value to my life and I will give you everything I have. Um, but you know, first and foremost, just the people like go find people and have those people help you ask them tons of questions. Um, cause they didn't get there on their, get there on their, get there on their own. Lots of theirs. Um, and then, you know, to kind of, to kind of go with that, it's like those people are the ones that other people are calling about jobs, right? Like I can't tell you or text. I can't tell you how many times I get phone calls or text messages. Hey, so-and-so is looking for, you know, somebody at this university and it's women's basketball and golf and tennis. Do you know of anyone? And I'm like, uh, hold on. Like, let me think about it, you know, cause I got to go through all the people in my head, but so it's not about who, you know, it's about who knows you. And then how can those people get you connected to the right individuals to help you to get to where you want to go? So man, this industry is all about people. Um, and I'm, I feel like I'm just a broken record. I keep repeating myself, but, um, man, the more people that you can get out and network with and just learn from and build and do all these things, like you're going to be able to go wherever the heck you want to go and do whatever you want to do. 
Yeah, I mean, you nailed it on the head. It's, it's, it's about the people and about it's good to see a high level coach that, and I know you, you've been repeating it, but it's because it's important and it's, it's the key factor in a lot of successes, you know, get to know people and build some good relationships with everywhere you go. Now, you've been the head strength and conditioning coach as well. And what is some advice you'd have for the first time head strength coach? Because I, I have two, and it's a completely different set of challenges when you're sitting in the captain's chair and the, like the whole department, the whole program is revolving around your decision. So what's some advice that you'd have for those uh, first time directors or head strength coaches? Yeah. Um, couple things. So number one, hire really smart people around you to make yourself look really good, right? Like hire people that are really good at stuff that you're not really good at. Um, it's going to make your life easier. Um, and then it's just going to elevate your program to levels that you've probably never seen. And then, um, you know, it's, can you, can you find ways to create clarity around what you want to accomplish within your program? So if it's just interns, provide clarity to those interns on exactly what you expect of them, how you want things to operate, what you need from them, and then what you're trying to accomplish with your team, right? And then if it is a full-time staff, if you have two or three assistants underneath you, like make it so clear that they have just a, an amazing framework to be able to work from and guide their teams and anybody underneath them to the same level that you're leading and guiding them. You know, it's as Jeremy would tell me, clarity is king or queen. So you can have that. That is going to make life much easier as you guys kind of go through things, you know, and then what's your mission? What do you hope to accomplish every single day when you guys show up? whether it's personally, whether it's with your teams, you know, mine right now is be the blueprint. Uh, I want to do things right, but I also want to make a million mistakes so that people around me can learn. Uh, Cause if I don't, and that's, you know, it's uh, I got to have that growth mindset and I got to be able to continue to evolve, not only as a person, but as a coach. Um, you know, I went so far as to write hashtag be the blueprint on my mirror in my bathroom. So I see it every single day, but I think that clarity can, can really help, uh, you know, that first time director be able to help lead and guide just everyone that they're in charge of. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's global director of performance and education, Coach Mike Buley. Coach Buley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of, of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that a step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more tra uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind, too, I always enjoyed 
working and learning and talking to other people and, and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was too to try to get a crack into this this profession. And uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Review second best and check them out at play.us for more information. If you're a strength coach or trainer and tired of using Excel, then you need to check out Team Builder. You already know who they are. Team Builder is the online strength conditioning software for strength coaches and personal trainers. No matter what your setting is or how many athletes you're training, you can log into Team Builder and write programs, build questionnaires, and access athlete and client performance data. Go completely paperless and program through Team Builder's TV mode, their weight room view function, or the mobile app that comes free with every subscription. Start your 14-day trial for free today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, to become part of the hashtag Team Builder Nation alongside with six NCAA national champions, three NCAA runner-ups, Super Bowl champions, and many other championship teams. With affordable subscriptions for personal trainers to personal organizations and professional organizations, everything in between, Team Builder is a company that puts the customer first. If you're still not convinced, schedule a 30-minute demo with Team Builder Expert on teambuilder.com and see what they could offer you. Hewitt and the staff at Team Builder are standout individuals and their product is phenomenal. Check them out. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.